morning, everyone. Welcome to the Dave Fox Home Remodeling Show. I'm Gary Demas. Really glad to have everybody tuned in this morning. And Jamie, we got an interesting topic today, just like always, right? Every week. Yes. Great topic. Yes. Just Super, keep getting I mean, better and better. We're talking edge of your seat stuff here. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Get your feet firmly planted on the floor. <laughs> yes. Okay. So uh, welcome, everyone. To our show. If this is your first time, uh, we welcome you aboard. Uh, if you ever want to reach out to us, if you have any information for us or ideas for a future show, or maybe you heard something that you'd like a little more explanation on, or maybe I said something that was completely stupid and you want to know why I said that, <laughs> you can email info at dayfox.com and we'd be happy to respond to you. Um, you can also visit our website. It's davefox.com and you can go to DaveFoxRadio.com. And there you can find all of our previously broadcast shows. We have tons of different subject matter having to do with residential remodeling, indoor and out. So, Jamie, let's get started on our topic for today. Okay. Yeah, so for today, we're going to be talking about flooring. Mm -hmm. All different types of flooring. Um, you know, how existing flooring can be impacted by a remodel and kind of ways yeah. around that mm -hmm. uh, or ways through it. <laughs> um, yeah. And, you know, flooring is interesting because it's in every room of your house, obviously, but it can change the feel and the mood of a space so drastically. Yeah. I mean, if there's a room and it's carpeted versus if it has tile versus if it has hardwood, you know, mm -hmm. that feeling of that room changes greatly yeah um and then there's obviously different functionality of each room as, mm -hmm. or each floor and type as well um so flooring is a really big part of kind of what our interior design team helps our clients with yeah you know and especially you know tying in existing floors too because sometimes we might be renovating you know a kitchen but the whole first floor has hardwood that's already stained and they you know, just redid it and don't wanna change it all. And so we kind of help them tie in those new modern elements with maybe a new kind of design aesthetic um, that they wanna bring into their home without having to completely refinish all their floors and yeah. things like that, so. Yeah, and then the past number of years, you know, wide spaces, large spaces have been popular, taking walls out and creating a large area. Yeah. But these areas still need some definition, and flooring can often be a good way to help provide definition. Yeah. Yeah, if you're using a large area for different functions, maybe you've got a gathering area, you have a kitchen, a dinette area, living space, family room space. Mm -hmm. You know, flooring changes can help differentiate those areas and still have good wide open visuals. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So speaking of kind of floor plans and opening up a room, typically when you remove a wall, the flooring does not continue underneath right. that wall. That's true. Um, I'm not sure of any cases that it does unless that uh, wall was added. Only on. if the wall was added later and then that's very unusual. Yeah. Uh, for it to be laid over a floor. I mean, in remodeling, <laughs> there's, you're, you're gonna run into everything you can ever imagine and more. So we've seen everything done. It's not common for that to happen, but yes, it does from time to time. Yeah, and I think too that, you know, especially in those homes that we do in German Village or in the short north or kind of in that more historic area when you're looking at homes and that are hundreds of years old, mm -hmm. 
find all sorts of mysterious things that make you scratch your head. No and, kidding. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you might even find 10 layers of flooring. Yeah. You know, or and something fun like that. Old uh, Life magazines or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's. I think those are some of the best stories, though, the things that we uncover in mm-hmm. some of those old homes and, you know, how many layers of linoleum there were and yeah. funny things like that. Yeah. And it's, what I always love to see is, like a carpenter signing his name or putting a date in or something. Yeah. I love running across those things. Yeah, that's cool. Before we finished our basement, we had the kids um, draw on the walls oh, yeah. and the floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So someday someone can uncover it's it. And they signed capsule. it with their, yeah, they signed yeah. it and put a date. Yeah. But yeah, so someday mm-hmm. someone will find that probably. Yep. But yeah, so I mean, so removing walls, obviously there's not typically flooring there, um, removing an island, for mm-hmm. example, a kitchen island. I'd say, is that kind of hit or miss if the flooring yeah, goes under? Yeah, it would be more common to find flooring under an island than under a wall. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because sometimes, um, I, I mean, we even run into this too, that depending on the order in which things were done, mm-hmm. uh, we'll depict if the flooring goes yeah. under the island or yeah. not. Yeah. And there's no right or wrong in that, is my understanding. Not necessarily. Typically, we're going to be setting all the cabinets first and then running the flooring. Okay. But, uh, I mean, we've seen kitchens where the whole kitchen was laid over flooring, and but that's all right. Yeah. It makes it a challenge to replace that floor if you have to tear it out. Oh, that's a good to, point. Like if it's tile or something and it's going underneath and you're oh, that'd taking be real it all interesting. out. You have to take a little grinder or something and cut all the tile around the perimeter. Oh, my gosh. So. I hadn't thought about it that That's way. That's why I hate demolition work. I just do not like demo work. Yeah. I know everyone thinks of it as, you know, going after something with a sledgehammer. Mm-hmm. But there's very little of that and a lot more kind of precision and thought. And dust demo. and dirt. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. We actually have a time-lapse video of some of our team members doing demolition on a kitchen. Oh, yeah. And it really makes you appreciate kind of the time that goes into it because you could you know, we like to donate everything that we can to Habitat for Humanity. Yeah. And um, so to restore that, you see them, you know, unscrewing every hinge and mm-hmm. <laughs> taking out everything very kind of purposefully. Yeah. And then the other thing that kind of cracks me up about that time lapse is all the breaks to d- clean, yes. to dust and mm-hmm. everything like that and sweep up the floors. You see them like do a little bit of work, clean, 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 do some more work, clean, clean, clean. Yep. It's a kind of never ending cycle. Yep. But. All right, so when we remove a wall and there's tile floors, mm-hmm. I mean, you're, can you tooth in tile or are you replacing all the uh, floors at that point? I would not count on that at <laughs> okay. all. If you could, it would be absolutely remarkable. So don't count on it. No. Okay, so if you have tile and you're mm-hmm. removing a wall, plan on getting new floors. Yeah, and it's, often, it's kind of unusual to find tile pass beyond one room yes you know so if tile it's it would be completely unlikely to find tile throughout the whole first floor like you would find hardwood right yeah or carpet yeah so tile is usually i mean it's very durable surface hard surface a cold surface so it's usually going to be in hard working rooms like kitchens and bathrooms yeah it's interesting i'm from the cleveland area and i feel like there's a lot more tile in Cleveland, like all the houses yeah. I remember going to growing up and everything like that were their worst homes that tile was the whole first floor and things yeah. like that. And here in Columbus, it feels like 
that age home is more so hardwood. Mm-hmm. Like it's like they had a different kind of style at the yeah. time. Yeah. Um, of those kind of 80s, 90s homes. Yeah. But um, I always think, think about that because it's definitely a different style of home here mm-hmm. in Columbus than mm-hmm. it was in Cleveland. Hmm. But yeah. I don't know. So other than hardwood, is there any other flooring that you could continue? Uh, well, carpeting would be. You can patch in carpet? Maybe. Uh, mm-hmm. I, probably not because okay. of the color match and all that stuff. Yeah. Impossible. So hardwood is probably one of the few products that you can successfully tooth in re, and refinish the whole floor. Yeah. And then virtually not be able to tell where that was done at. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay. Probably or under, why it's such a popular uh, choice of flooring. Yeah, like kitchen islands. Mm-hmm. A lot of times if we're doing a kitchen and want to try to save the floor, uh, if, if we're relocating cabinets on the island or changing the configuration altogether, a lot of times we'll have to tooth in hardwood around the island. Yeah. Okay, very good. And um, and then what about if it's an engineered... Engineered hardwood? Yeah. Yeah, that can be uh, successfully toothed tooth in as well. Okay. Yeah. If it's glued down, it's going to be a lot more challenging and a lot more work. Okay. Uh <clears throat> But if it's a loose lay floor or stapled down, it's pretty relatively easy. Uh, we're going to take a break, and we will be right back. Welcome back to the Day Fox Home Remodeling Show, where we are here every Sunday morning at 8 o'clock and really love to talk about remodeling, right, Jamie? That's right. Yep. We just live it. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think the show in general kind of... The premise behind it is obviously remodeling and all things for the home, but we just really like being somewhat of an educational resource in the mm-hmm. industry. Um, you know, even with our own people, we're constantly training and educating and teaching. And um, that's a big part of what we do internally and externally. Mm-hmm. So I think that the show is just kind of the, I don't know, we do like it. Yep. <laughs> 10 years of it, my goodness. 10 years. Ten so today we're too. talking flooring. And, uh, you know, we talked about how it changes, dramatically changes the effect of a room or the ambiance. Uh, there's so many types of flooring and hardwood. We were just picking out, my wife and I, hardwood for the home that we purchased and the addition that we're putting on. Mm-hmm. And the number, the brands and the styles and the finishes and the woods is like unbelievable. It really is. Yeah. It really is unbelievable. Is there, do you have a preference versus, um, like pre-finished or stained on site? Um, well, we wanted to do wide planks because it's kind of a farmhouse. Yeah. So there I'm going to go with an engineered pre-finished wood. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to use solid wood there because of the expansion and contraction issues. Okay. <clears throat> so that pretty much steered it to an engineered product. There you go. So I think our planks are about seven inches wide. Okay. Very nice. That'll look great, and especially in a big space. I mm-hmm. feel like those wide planks look really nice. Yeah. Yeah, but the finished on site, sand in place, finished on site wood is a very traditional look. Mm-hmm. Um, they are coming out with some wider product, but we really discourage using anything wider than four inches in a large room. And because of the expansion contraction? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because it can actually, we had a client once who, went away on a summer vacation and it was a real hot and humid week and the floor actually swelled so much it buckled up. 
Oh, you're kidding. Seriously. Be- well, because they turned the air conditioning off. Oh. So it let the, the house get warm and humid. So those yeah. solid wood planks just soak the moisture up and they expand as they do that. And there was just no room for that much to expand. Interesting. <clears throat> if you're using narrow wood pieces, there's a little space between each piece of wood. Mm-hmm. And that really helps. At least it gives it a little breather. But if you yeah. have wider pieces, you have far less grooves. And uh, there it's just wood pushing against wood. And it just absolutely buckled that floor up. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. We have, um, it looks, I'm assuming just by looking at it, I think our floors were stained on site. Yeah. Um, and it definitely does give a very, I don't know, homey feel. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because in our old house, we had the engineered uh, wider plank. Okay. And this is more kind of that. Yeah. It's like a traditional. More traditional. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does give a different feel. It's interesting how yeah. much, I mean, even though they're both wood floors, yep, it can just totally change the whole feeling. Yeah. The, one of the advantages is you can virtually stain that floor with whatever you want. You yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. And that can really change at home. Yeah. If you go from super dark to super light or even just somewhere in the middle. Yeah. And you know, it, it reminds me of talking with homeowners who have, let's say they've got a stained wood kitchen cabinets mm-hmm. and they're very concerned about the wood color you know, fighting with or blending with their cabinetry. Yeah. But generally, if you're in the same family, color family, even remotely, wood colors vary so much, they're very complementary to each other. Yeah. So it's pretty hard to go wrong unless you just dramatically, you know, change. You go with a, a grade finish or whitewash finish or something just out of the ordinary. But wood tones generally complement each other pretty well. Yeah. That's interesting. So, you know, we've talked a lot about kind of taking out and toothing in and things like that. And when we remove an island, um, you know, when the floor isn't there or it might have been there and not been finished, mm-hmm. um, that happens as well. So if the floor is there and you take out an island, but it's not finished, mm-hmm. would you, you would still need to sand and refinish that whole area in order to get those to blend. The right? whole room. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for toothing it in, that just, for consumer's sake, means basically that you're taking out more than you need to so that it doesn't have kind of a square. You're not adding a square. Yeah. You want all of the end joints where the flooring butts up against the next piece to be staggered. Right. And so that's why we have to tooth it in to vary the spots where the, the these butt ends meet because uh, you don't want them all in the line that would stick out like a sore thumb yeah, yeah definitely definitely and then we recently ran into a really interesting challenge um, on a job that we were doing a large kitchen remodel and they had hardwood throughout their whole first floor um, and it was relatively new, I mean, within the last 10 years, let's say, uh-huh. um, but they weren't interested in changing it again because it was a big expense and they sure. just did it a few years ago. However, it was discontinued and it was an engineered floor. Okay. We removed the island and there needed to be some modifications done to fill in where that island was. And I think that they came, the designer team came up with a really unique and good solution for that Mm -hmm. um so they had actually created i guess would you call that an inlay 
uh, of sorts. They they pretty much inlaid. Yeah, this is the octagonal tile that they were using. Or? No, this is the um, the one where they did a different hardwood. Oh, different hardwood. Yeah. So it was an all engineered kind of wider plank. And then they had inlaid another okay. wood because yeah. because that engineered wood was discontinued. Right. So um, they made like a unique pattern inside there with other wood. Yeah. So that is an inlay, considered inlay. And um, it almost highlighted the space um, and feels intentional in you know, a good way. So a lot of times that is exactly what happens. You run into a really a real challenge like that and you have yeah. to kind of think your way through and design your way through to make something that's going to be attractive. And a lot of times it ends up being a focal point or something that really enhances the space if it's designed well. Yeah, and I can imagine, you know, part of that conversation was, so do we try and match the existing wood? Do we try and do something really contrasting, mm -hmm. go lighter, go darker? Mm -hmm. And trying to think all of that through. Um, in this scenario, they went darker and made it more contrasting. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it really worked. It looks yep. beautiful. Yep. It but looks yeah. intentional. It does look intentional. <laughs> yeah. um, and it looks really cool. It's kind of on the back side of the island where the bar stools mm -hmm. kind of slide in. Yeah. You know, as I think about all the remodeling projects we've done, some of the m most challenging ones ended up being the most unique and the most jaw-dropping. Yeah. Just because you've got all these hurdles to work around and you have to come up with unique solutions. And it can be the floor plan. It can be uh, structural issues you're trying to deal with. Mm-hmm. But usually a challenge, if it's handled well, can be a, an advantage in the end. Yeah, and I always say that I always think that those challenges and those quirks and kind of those interesting elements are what gives the house its character. Mm -hmm. You know, if you take out all the quirks and all the interesting, yeah. then you're left with uninteresting. <laughs> Sterile. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're left with a box. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I actually think that that's probably been one of the most eye-opening things for me being in the remodeling industry is just the character that's maintained in the homes that mm -hmm. are remodeled mm -hmm. um, because there are those kind of quirks yeah and and because of that the the character remains even though you get the brand new space which yeah. is awesome yep so yep. it's so critical in design to uh you know you're in design in the designing world you're up against a lot of hurdles often mm -hmm. and can be textures matching, color matching, uh, trying to create a focal point or the theme of a room, how it feels when you walk into it. All those things really come into play and a good designer is going to take what they have to work with, which is always different in our industry, and come up with the best solution. So when it's all done, it looks like it all belongs and looks great. So you're listening to the Dave Fox Home Remodeling Show. We'd love to be here. We'll be right back in a minute. Jamie, today we're talking about flooring, and let's see, so far we've covered hardwood a fair amount. Yeah. Uh, there's so many different types of flooring. You know, we had mentioned in the last segment how if you're just looking at hardwood, <laughs> you've got a bazillion choices. Mm -hmm. How wide of a plank do you want? What color, you know, what type of wood species do you want? What yeah. stain finish do you want? I mean, it's endless. Yeah, I know. We just put in actually LVP mm -hmm. in our basement. Okay. Yeah, and a great even with floor. yeah, it was wonderful. Even with that though, the options were endless. Yeah. And then you're talking also not only the width of the plank but the length of the plank mm -hmm. um, options yeah. and things like that, and then all the different color variations. And I had actually 
I had gone, um, we went to America's Florist Source and we had picked out, <clears throat> and we had picked out one and loved it in the store, put it in the basement and put a couple down. And I was like, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. The lighting. Yeah. The lighting was just different enough. And it, it, the warmth that came out in the store was pulling mm. all gray tones once I put it down. Yeah. And so fortunately we were able to exchange it for mm. something else. And I'm really happy with what we found, but that's great. But yeah. yeah. So in the wood realm, you have, of course, natural wood, real uh -huh. wood, or the LVP, the luxury vinyl plank, uh -huh. which is a simulated wood. Yeah. Very durable if you have dogs or kids, you yes. know, that play hard. <laughs> uh, those or in are, a basement that might get wet yeah. someday. Knock yeah, on that's, wood. <laughs> that's a nice option, but still a wood look. But then let's just talk about some of the other popular floors of today. Okay. So, of course, the ceramic tile. Uh-huh. And as you mentioned, in Cleveland, they would do a whole floor you know yeah that where it's kind of rare here to find that in columbus area yeah but normally you would find it most often in entry uh mudroom laundry room bathroom kitchen, kitchen bathroom mm -hmm. yeah and the nice thing about tile is it's easy to do a heated floor under tile you know for bathrooms especially yeah so with tile also you got pretty much the same bazillion shapes and sizes and colors and textures and yeah i also find with tile something that's really kind of challenging i guess for someone that is not as knowledgeable in the different tiles is the price point of tile mm -hmm. can be so extreme yeah um and it can be really challenging to understand why you know what what's going to happen to the cheap tile versus mm -hmm. the really expensive tile? And mm -hmm. is it just that it's harder to get? Is there one that's better quality? Things mm -hmm. like that, I think, can be really challenging for consumers to make those types of decisions. That's true. Now, most often you can find, I mean, there's a vast supply of tile and range of tile that is very reasonable. Mm -hmm. And the porcelain tiles are, are king today. used to be ceramic tile. But porcelain tiles, actually, there's better... Uh, finishes on them uh, it's very durable they can do a lot more with it they can make it look like wood or a newspaper or anything you know yeah. because it's basically an image that's implanted on that porcelain so the porcelain tiles are very reasonable uh, plentiful and terrific supply but if you get into anything unique handmade uh, any uh, artwork on it or mm -hmm. a special shapes or from Italy or who knows what it, yeah, it can get yeah. very expensive per square foot. Yeah. One of our, the tile companies that we've used a few times um, on projects, we follow them on our Instagram account. I believe it's I'm trying to remember the, the handle for it now. I'll have to look it up during the break, Okay, but um, it is so amazing because they show videos of them painting the tiles Oh, and they take each individual tile and they have like, it almost reminds me of puffy paint. Oh, you know, yeah. those little puffy paint bottles mm -hmm. and hand paint each mm. one. Oh my gosh, it's amazing mm. to watch. It's so mesmerizing. And you're like, okay, that's why that's so expensive. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. that answers that question. We got an artist working on each piece, each single piece of mm -hmm. tile. It's amazing. Um, but it's really cool. Yep. And expensive. <laughs> and expensive. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're going to do a little backsplash on a bar area or something like that, and that mm -hmm. sort of element, I mean, it is, it's art. You're purchasing art um, yeah. at that yeah. point. So So then, you know, talking about popular floor, tile is one. Mm -hmm. uh, we've got, we talked about hardwood. We've got, of course, carpet. Mm -hmm. uh, 
You've got uh, vinyl floors are not done that much anymore. You know. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that there's. I honestly still think they're a great option for a mudroom. Yeah. You don't have mm -hmm. grout to clean. They're so easy to sweep up. Um, you don't have to worry about. I mean, anything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I, do, I actually do like them in a mudroom. Yeah. Um, and you've got cork flooring. Mm -hmm. And that's available in a lot of different colors, and it's fairly soft uh, and quiet floor too. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but but pretty durable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is um, is cork helpful with sound, like echoing and stuff? Uh, somewhat, yeah, because it's mm -hmm. going to be have a little more textured and porous surface on it. Yeah, because we have cork flooring in our community room, uh -huh. and it actually surprises me that that room does not echo because it's yeah. very long and narrow and there's yeah. not anything on the walls at the moment right and it surprisingly doesn't echo i yeah. would imagine that's so we've got the, the acoustic tile ceiling in there which helps a lot yeah. but with the floor kind of complementing that and absorbing sound yeah, yeah it does make it a very uh, manageable room in terms of sound yeah definitely mm -hmm. very good and you know within each of those kind of categories there's about a bazillion options yeah you know even carpet um, mm -hmm. has really come a, a long way, I think. I think the new designs of carpet are really beautiful. And instead of it just being, you know, I guess, I guess like traditionally I think of carpet as just kind of blending in with a space and mm -hmm. not necessarily adding to a space. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but a lot of the new carpets have really come a long way and yeah. they really are beautiful. Some of the sculpted carpets. Yeah, and, and they have... Um, like almost dimension, you know, the yeah. Berbers with some a dimensional mm -hmm. pattern uh -huh. to them a little bit right. can really dress up a room. Yep. For I sure. Agree. Yeah. Um, so another interesting kind of project that we had worked on, speaking of flooring, was where the homeowner did not want hardwood in their kitchen. Um, they just didn't didn't like it. They wanted wood cabinetry. Were worried about the you know mm -hmm. competing colors and things like that and just didn't want the hardwood in their kitchen they wanted tile but it was a very open floor plan so they didn't want just kind of a jagged cutoff in the middle of the floor um, so this solution i thought was also just really unique and really a piece of artwork um, so they did a hex tile and matched it up to the like butted it up to the hardwood and actually cut the hardwood in hex. So they inlaid it in yeah. the hardwood. Yeah. And so instead of it being a straight kind of harsh line dividing the space in this very open floor plan, it's mm -hmm. just kind of this fluid, really, I don't even know how to explain it, but it's so cool. <clears throat> yeah, it's kind of a, a random uh, placement into the hardwood around it. Yeah. So that it looks like the tile just grew out of the hardwood or vice versa. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that, that's a good way of saying it. But I think the way that I can't imagine how much planning this took <laughs> <laughs> yeah. to cut, because I mean, it goes out probably one, two, three, four, I mean, five or six planks worth of hardwood had to be cut differently to match the hex, mm -hmm. you know, if that makes sense. So yeah. really interesting design and um, I, I just love what it did to the space. It's the first time I've ever seen anything quite like that. Yeah, 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 for sure. And I just, I love the thought behind not having that harsh line. Because mm -hmm. in that open of a room, putting that harsh line, I don't know, would have not 
enhanced it yeah. at all. Whereas this actually enhances There's no the space. There's no artistic function to that square exactly. boxy line, but here it does add an element of art and be, really becomes a focal point in that yeah. room. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Absolutely. So there you're taking a challenge and turning it into something unique. Yeah. And that's yeah. our challenge every day, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's our fun every day. <laughs> yep, it is. Uh, this is a job where you never get bored doing the same thing over and over again. Every yeah. house is different. Uh, every floor plan is different. Every client's different. So mm -hmm. it is a lot of variety and a lot of fun working with all the people that we get to work with in this remodeling business. So this is the Dave Fox Home Remodeling Show. And we have been doing this for 10 years now, Jamie. Yes. And, uh, well, the show. The Remodeling show. we've been doing for 40. That's true. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to be right back. Welcome back, everyone, to the Dave Fox Home Remodeling Show. And today our topic is flooring. So this is segment four, Jamie. That's right. Final segment for this hour. Wrapping up the floors. We're wrapping up the floors. And so if someone's just tuning in, previously we discussed on this show a lot, a fair amount of, around... Uh, ceramic and porcelain tile yep we talked about hardwood flooring yep fair amount we talked about the challenges that you come into as a designer and working with people and the unique situations that we run into with so many varied things happening uh, it can be a large space with a kitchen and you want different floors and in, in different areas or it could be trying to match existing flooring or moving cabinets a little bit and having to tooth in hardwood flooring around them. There's just so many different things that we run into and we have to be really uh, versatile enough to handle those situations. But as you yeah. mentioned right at the end of our last segment, that's what makes this job fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The creative aspects. Yeah. Yeah. So we were talking about tile um, a little bit previously and kind of the different types of tile, but there's also aside from the bazillion options of tile, then you get into even more options and how to lay the tile yeah, <laughs> and which true. pattern you want to do. And, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes we do one tile in a room. Sometimes there's several different tiles in a room, especially a bathroom. Yeah. Um, you know, I've even seen two or we've done projects where they do an inlay tile around the freestanding tub and yeah. it almost creates like a rug, mm -hmm. which I think is awesome. Yeah. Tile rug. <laughs> yes. Um, and just lots of things like that that are really unique with tile, especially and how you can take one tile and by laying it different ways, you can create completely different um, environments. Yeah, you know, as we're talking about this, I realized that our design studio has a lot of these examples. Oh, yeah. Like tile rugs and different shapes and different uh, patterns of laying tile. Uh -huh. So I'd like to invite everyone to come to 3505 West Dublin Granville Road in Columbus and you're welcome to come to our design studio during the day yeah. and you can come and see a lot of this stuff firsthand. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. I also think, you know, doing the kind of inlaid tile rugs is a really interesting idea when you have, um, are going to do a heated floor because mm -hmm. you can't do like bath mats and things on top of a heated floor, right? Uh, yeah, you well, you can put like small carpets on. You oh, don't you can? You don't want to cover the whole thing. Okay. Yeah, you can put. But I think it's another kind of interesting element to do since mm -hmm. the floor is heated. You might yeah. not want to stand like at your sink, for example, on a rug, but it might be cool to do like an inlay tile there mm -hmm. or something like that mm -hmm. just to create a unique kind of, I don't know, element. Yeah. Um, hexagon tiles have been very popular lately. Those are definitely on trend. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, subway tile, 
always timeless <laughs> timeless yeah yes but i would say the trend now is maybe just the different ways that you can lay subway tile whereas um you know you could do it on a herringbone or chevron or even just a straight lay mm-hmm. laying them vertically Quarter or horizontally yeah. mm-hmm. um can be really interesting as well mm-hmm. uh, so just so many different options um, a lot of the tiles too that are coming out with a pattern or design on them depending on which way you match them up with each other creates a different design and a different pattern, mm-hmm. which also can be really fun and interesting. Yeah, they can give the <laughs> tile setter headaches. Yeah, sure she's got each piece in right. Yeah, but I mean, that's where having an interior designer that can help you visualize those elements can be really beneficial. Yeah, yeah. Because um, the options are a bit overwhelming. Yeah, and if you think about it, all the work that goes into this and design and making sure the tile setter gets it right. It's really worth it because this is going to be in that floor for 25, 30 years. Yeah. And it's going to be making a statement for all those years. So it's really worth putting the extra effort extra effort, and the quality materials and the quality installation in that because it's considered a permanent part of the home. Yeah, definitely. Um, I also feel like I've seen the trend lately of kind of darker tile floors, like black tile and things like that on the floor, which I think is really great. Um we actually, in the house that we purchased, the homeowners had fairly recently remodeled the bathroom, the mm-hmm. master bathroom. And in the shower, the tile floor is black. Hmm. And I wasn't sure how I felt about that at first, but it's actually yeah. kind of nice because it hides a lot of things. <laughs> so is it uh, grouted with black grout as uh-huh. well? Okay. Yeah. And um, the rest of the bathroom is all white tile, so it's all kind of black and white. Okay. But I, <laughs> I always appreciate the black tile in the shower versus the white tile on the floor in the bathroom because I have very long, very dark hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and let me tell you, on the white floor, I am cleaning up my hair every day. <laughs> on the black tile, though, you really don't notice it. That's right. There's no hair there. <laughs> There's none there. That's right. <laughs> it's amazing. It doesn't it fall there. It just doesn't attract it. Yes. Any, any females listening or anyone with long hair listening knows what I'm talking about, yeah. but oh, constantly cleaning up mm-hmm. hair. But... You know, things like that, too, can be part of the decision-making process with your tile or with any flooring. It's Mm -hmm. kind of the upkeep and maintenance um, involved in it. Sure. Because definitely, you know, cleaning grout can be challenging Mm -hmm. um, depending on what color you're going with and the look that you're wanting and things like that. Yeah, the grouts that we use today are superior to what we used before. Yeah. But still, I mean, there's it's a coarse surface really the grout itself is yeah if you looked at it in a magnifying glass is very textures and coarse mm-hmm. so it's going to attract stuff it's a lot it's easier to keep clean but still you want to keep that in mind the grout color particularly yeah for sure it also can really change the look of your tile mm-hmm. you know if you have all white tile and you do a dark gray mm-hmm. grout it's going to look very different than if you did a white grout with all white tile sure and sometimes you may want to do that to accent the pattern that you've laid the tile mm-hmm. in you know it can it's really going to stand out vividly yeah or you may want to be subtle and have the grout match the tile color or just be very close to it yeah absolutely um but yeah bathrooms can get really fun with tile and all the different niches and inlays and kind of patterns that you can create and all the different tiles that you can bring into one space and how they all yeah. complement each other. Especially with everyone going with the larger showers now. Yeah. So you can have a large 
uh, shower wall, some large shower walls, and then mm-hmm. the frameless glass doors. Yeah. So the shower walls really are part of the living space in the bathroom. So they also make quite a statement. Yeah, absolutely. I know all the different decisions, all the different choices can be very overwhelming while you're going through the process. But mm-hmm. when it's all done, it sure is worth it. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So um, it's kind of speaking of flooring and maintenance. I mean, what would you say if you had to pick one would be the lowest maintenance flooring? Well, hardwood floors can be very low maintenance. I yeah. Think. Yeah. Um, for one thing, you mentioned the black tile. This, kind of camouflages your black hair or dark hair well wood has so many different colors and grains and everything else um it's you could there can be stuff all over the floor and you can't even see it yeah (laughs) but you know you can clean it so easily uh you use the little swiffer mops and mop it up real easily so it's very easy to care for if it's damaged it's easy to repair yeah you don't have to where tile, you know, if a piece of tile is damaged, that piece is coming out and a new piece is going in yeah. if you can find one. That's a whole, whole to do. <laughs> yeah. So hardwood floorings are very, for, hardwood floors are very forgiving, easy to care for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. I think a lot of people get scared about the scratching and things like that of hardwood, but it really, it kind of adds character. Yeah. And, um, I, I was worried about that with this house cause we have a 75 pound golden doodle and three Mm -hmm, kids and mm -hmm. that floor gets a beating and Mm -hmm. we've certainly scratched it but yeah it doesn't really bother me and you know where the christmas ornaments broke and scratched the floor is a memory the little (laughs) defect is not shouting out to you like if if there were a defect in your tile or yeah any other type of floor that's yes for sure Yep. Okay. Well, we appreciate everybody tuning in to the Dave Fox Show Remodeling Show. We just love to have all of our normal visitees and listeners out there and anyone new. We appreciate having you on board. We want you to know that you can reach us by email at info at and we will be back here next Sunday morning at 8.